This is 212 Athlete, the podcast with your host, Adrian Gomez. Welcome to the podcast. Today, Dr. Dan and I are going to talk about the dirty word. You might think it's an actual bad word, but you'll find out what it is. We're also going to talk about practice, how to fall in love with the game again after working so hard and maybe losing a little bit of the passion that you've had. Thanks so much for tuning in. Let's talk about the dirty word first. The dirty word is time, and that means that to develop any skills, to develop talent, even for the most talented uh, baseball player, it takes time. It takes time to learn things. It takes time to do things well. It takes practice through repetition. It takes learning how to do the right things. And athletes get impatient because they want to learn them today. They want them to work immediately. It's a, it's a generation of instant information. It's a generation where folks want things done now. It's the, it's the malady of youth. Youth wants to be able to learn something in five minutes and do it well for the next five years. And that doesn't happen. That's why practice takes time. Execution takes time. And so when we talk about practice, the idea, and every coach knows this, is to transfer practice into play. And the way you transfer, the way you make that transfer is to understand how important practice is and how important execution is. So the goal doesn't become the result as much as it becomes doing the right thing. Yeah. And doing the right thing takes, doing the right thing doesn't happen. It doesn't happen immediately. If it does, it's very, very rare. It's very rare that it does. But for most of us, good athletes, for most of us who have played, it just takes time. Yep, and, and and to to the parents, you know, to the parents, it's really important and, and, and imperative that that you unite yourself with a specific program, whatever that organization is that is that is about practice. Because we get into organizations these days where it's the travel ball nation, where they're traveling and and they're playing games twenty four seven, but they don't make enough time to actually improve the players, uh, you know, physical constraints. They they don't focus completely on the mental side, um, and so they're they're developing an incomplete player, which down the line you we have a lot of people leaving baseball between ages twelve and fourteen because they just don't enjoy it anymore. Well, I want to I want to say two things with that. You know, <clears throat> you know, a, a baseball is like a fine wine. You know, you don't gulp it; you drink it slow. Mm-hmm. And the slower you drink it, the more you taste it. And that's the way you got to play ball. And, you know, the message I would send to parents is, you know, you gotta, you got, you've got to be patient. You've got to understand that these are young people. I don't care if the person is 18, 19. It's still a young person. And, and you have to allow yourself to have the patience to watch someone develop. And, and the parents sometimes just understand that. They want the nine-year-old to win. They want the 17-year-old to win. And sometimes you look at that and you say, at what cost? At the cost of burnout, at the cost of practicing too much and getting injuries that older people get, such as uh, an intestinal pull, uh, uh, a hip flexor. You've got, you've got kids who are 15 years old with injuries that, that people who are 60 and 65 years old get. It's ridiculous. And so if you're impatient, then then you, you, number one, don't learn with a sense of enjoyment. And number two, you don't learn the right way. 
And number three, oftentimes you do the right thing the wrong way and you get injured. And so it's very important to understand that practice is what practice is. You're learning something and you can't learn it overnight. It's, it's, it's just not possible to learn it that quickly and then just all of a sudden do it right all the time. And so for practice, so for practice, we have to understand that we transfer it into a game. <clears throat> and you know something, Adrian? The person isn't always going to do it. You know, the person isn't always going to throw a curveball with the right release point. The person isn't always going to keep the ball down. The person is, is going to miss a catch because they think they're Torrey Hunter and, and, and they catch it one-handed and it bounces on the heel of the glove and they miss a critical catch. And so these are learning experiences, and, and the parents are just going to have to give it up to the children, give it up to the youth, give it up to the young men, and let them learn on their let them learn it's their experience, and let them learn and practice and figure it out, and watch and just watch. And it's painful to watch, but you want to know something? You had your day, and now it's their time. Be there yes. for support, be there for guidance. Let the coaches coach, and let the kids practice, and let them learn at an end. They learn at different paces. So let them learn at their own rate, and that's the only way to do it right. For sure. And at 212 Athlete, we, we use a certain type of practice. Um, you know, it, it's known as deliberate practice. And, and, and deliberate practice is different than, than other practices because uh, we, we, you're, you're learning with an expert. You're learning with uh, Dr. Dan uh, with the mental performance. You're learning with, um, you know, myself as, as the throwing coach. And... We are trained in, in, in those fine-tuned little tiny things where we can help you grow and, and guide you and give you instant feedback. And I think feedback is very, very important in practice. And, um, you know, you, you need that to be able to improve and to be self-aware um, because I think for you, Dr. Dan, you've helped me become self-aware um, and that's helped me, uh, you know, make the changes that I've needed to as as a parent um, and a coach. Well, you know, Adrian, it, you know, I, I just had a thought, and it's a thought I really haven't had until now. And, you know, baseball is a science. Baseball is like chess. Baseball is like golf. And if you could see yourself when you practice as a scientist, trying to figure out how to throw the ball, how to catch the ball. The intricacies of baseball are fascinating. I was watching the World Series, and I was listening to Smoltz, and Smoltz was fascinating to listen to. His commentary, you know, when, uh, <clears throat> do you remember when Hugh Darvish was pitching? Yeah. And all of a sudden, and, and, he, and, he, and, and you know, uh, Smoltz is so fascinating. He, threw, he must have thrown four pitches, and Smoltz says, you know, it, it's amazing. You know what Smoltz says on the, on the air? He says, he hasn't got it. And the announcer, I'll never forget, said, how do you know? And he said, rewind the pitch and look at the seams of the ball. He said, if the seams of the ball aren't tight, and if the yep. seams of the ball aren't tight, that means the ball is not going down. Now, for a person who doesn't understand baseball or understands baseball, that's fascinating to listen to <laughs> because it's such a, it's a small insightful, profound observation. And if you could really enjoy and see practice with baseball as almost like a scientist, like a researcher, you can learn so much. And if the parents and if the young people could look at it that way, 
you really ingest the game. You really understand the whole game rather than just going out there and trying to blow somebody away or trying to hit a home run. It's a whole different way of looking at it. It's almost like seeing yourself as a scientist who's really, uh, as they say, and I quote, a student of the game. That's when it becomes a lot of fun. Well, I took up reading. I took up reading about Zen, uh, Zen, Zen Buddhism, and uh, they they have a, a phrase Sazen, and it's a, it's the mind of a learner or a beginner. And you know, going back to you know the the love of learning yeah. is is really what 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 we need is uh, in our lives and and understanding the small things and. And I think that's that's where you know in our throwing sessions and in our camps you see kids geek out about how good their arm feels. They geek out about the, right. the the kind of improvements that they've made, and I think they begin to love the game again through practice. So yeah, there's nothing you know. I tell you, you, you raise a really interesting point. There's nothing better than making a discovery. And the way to keep these kids interested in the game is let them to continue to discover new things rather than punish it. Hear me on this one, parents. Rather than punishing for the, or, or, or making a critical comment for doing the wrong thing, let them discover the right thing. And sometimes by doing the wrong thing, you discover something you never knew about yourself. And that's what's fascinating is if you can let them discover these new things, it keeps their interest, and then it becomes something that grows on them. And, and, you know, I've got a buddy of mine who every November he played for Washington State University. He was a catcher. He, played, he was the center of the football team. You know, he is such a student of the game. He's 54 years old, and he's got knees that are just shattered. And he still every year plays in the, in the World Series, the Senior World Series down in Arizona. And these uh -huh. guys just dig it. And they dig it because, and they're still learning stuff. They're still learning things. Yeah, for sure. And that is what you want. That is what you want to, you want to, you want to, you want to play it. You want to coach it. You want to watch it. And then you want to play it all over again. And the only way to do that is to let these people understand that practice is like going into a gold mine and looking for something that's going to make you emotionally and physically rich. Mm -hmm. I, I think what the, the point that you bring up is, is the motivation and the passion. And so, you know, there's a, there's a book by Daniel Pink, and it talks about motivation. And the highest motivation that you could possibly have contains three things. Uh, one is uh, mastery, which is what you're talking about, mastery, right. mastering something. Autonomy, having the ability to be autonomous to have control over your life, and then purpose, um, being able to give back to other people, doing something beyond yourself, so for the, for the team. And so, you know, I think that is the highest motivation that we could help our kids with is understanding yeah. that mastery is more than just playing in a game. It's, it's practicing on a daily basis um, the small things and, and, and geeking out about it. You know. Well, I'm going to tell you something. You know, it's easy to fall in love with something, and love is something that you can't teach somebody. It's an emotional feeling, and when somebody falls in love with the sport of baseball, and I love it. My perfect afternoon is a 
is a three o'clock afternoon watching a game with my boy on a sunny day with my best friends hanging around. It's a wonderful, perfect day. And you can't teach somebody to fall in love with, some, with, with something, but I will tell you, you can teach somebody how to fall out of love with something mm-hmm. by pressure, by stress, by anxiety, by over-practicing, by pressure, the pressure to win. I can fall in love with it, but if you're going to be on me for all of those things and going to be on yourself for all of those things, you can, you can easily fall out of love with it. And once you fall out of love with it, it's hard to fall back in love. And so my, my message to everybody is <clears throat> fall, in lo- <clears throat> fall in love with the game, <clears throat> enjoy the game, take a step back and let love happen because baseball just, it, when it consumes you, it's like, it's like sitting down to your, your, your favorite meal and you want to eat it slow because you just don't want it, you just don't want it to go away. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, I, I, I love, I love what we've talked about and I, I hopefully parents, you know, this, this really touches home. The dirty word is time. And I, I know, I know with a physical body, it's, it's not, it's not like an app uh, that you can open on your phone and get it right away. No. Nope. Uh-uh. Uh, and, and, you know, your body and your mind don't work like that. And uh, I think if we can take a step back and, and, and take the advice from Dr. Dan, um, we're really going to start falling in love with, with the reason why we're there, the reason why we're at the park, the reason why we're at practice. And, you know, there's a, there, there's a yeah. scene in the movie that makes me cry every time I see it, and I just saw it two nights ago, and I could watch it every night. It's the scene from Field of Dreams, mm-hmm. and he turns around to his father, and he says, Hey, Dad, you want to have a catch? And there's something so emotionally wonderful about baseball if you just let it happen. It's a romantic game. It's a wonderful game. And there's nothing like having a catch. And if you could just sit back and enjoy it, there's no other way. You know, I always say, go play baseball and go have fun. Go play ball and have fun. But the only way to have fun and the only way to enjoy it is to let it happen. Let it happen. For sure. Well, thank you, thank you guys for tuning in. I really appreciate uh, the ability to to get our ideas out there. Um, like I said, I, I wanted to make sure that you guys understand that Dr. Dan is available. If you need anything uh, when it comes to the mind, um, mental performance, um, parenting, um, he has been you know instrumental in in my coaching, and and as a parent has helped me a ton. Um, you know, please don't hesitate to, to call him and reach out to him uh, because he, he will help you. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's an amazing experience to, to have him, uh, you know, help you and, and walk you through the thought process and, and how to uh, get out of, out of those bad habits and those, those feedback loops. So thank you so much. You got it. And as I always say, you know, you know go out there, play ball, and have some fun, and I'm going to add something tonight. And, and on tonight's podcast, I'm going to say, go, go. If you haven't fallen in love with the game, go fall back in love with the game because it's a wonderful sport and it's a wonderful thing to do with the family. Well said. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks for listening to 212 Athlete, the podcast. 